Welcome to the Renewed by Truth podcast. Do you struggle with feelings of unworthiness, self-doubt, or just feeling like you are not enough? Do you want to make more of an impact for God's kingdom, but have beliefs that hold you back? Trust me, I have been there. If you are plugging in here today, this is not another self-help podcast, but one steeped in biblical truth. I will help you overcome limiting beliefs, find your true identity in Christ, and live out your God-given purpose. My name is Candy Creech, and this is the Renewed by Truth podcast. Let's get started. Welcome back, friends, to the Renewed by Truth podcast. I'm your host, Candy Creech. I'm excited that you're joining me today because today we are in the third week of our series, The Rhythms of Renewal, and today we're going to be talking about Connect. So if you missed it, the last two weeks, we talked about the first two concepts, and if you're wondering where this come from, it's not something that I come up with on my own. It's something that is actually in my life, but I really didn't see the connection until I did the Bible study by Rebecca Lines. It's called Rhythms of Renewal, and she had four rhythms in there that she talks about, and I thought I would share those from my own point of view and what, how I've learned how to do these in my own life. So the first two we talked about, the first one was rest. It was two weeks ago. So if you didn't get to listen, go back and listen. The second one was restore that we talked about last week. And then, of course, this week we're going to talk about connect. And, of course, I think you can figure out what connect is. It has to do with relationships. But before we get started on this, I have some exciting news for you. I wanted to do something to help support you during the week in your walk with God to help you have a positive place to share with other like-minded Christian women. And so I created a new Facebook group and it's going to be, the link is going to be in the show notes and it is called, what else? (laughs) Renewed by Truth. And I'm so excited about this. So it's just getting started. I don't have a lot of content in there. I'll be adding more things as we go. But if you want to go ahead and join the group, hop in there and introduce yourself. I'll be I'll start to post in there um, a little bit throughout the week. And then eventually, when my life settles down just a little bit, I have a lot going on for the next couple of months. But I want to go to a some kind of weekly devotional in there, maybe even a Bible study in the future. We're going to talk about overcoming limiting beliefs in there. I'm going to give you some tools that you can use. So it's really going to be a fun, positive, inspirational place where you're going to be able to find like-minded Christian women in biblical truth. So I want you to be sure and join that. Okay, so let's get started. I just want to say, let's just be honest. When we talk about connect, I don't know if some of you get the, I've had some hard relationships feeling. I know I do. I've had some hard relationships. I've had times in my life where those relationships made me completely withdraw from people. And also being an introvert, I'm not always one to go out and make a lot of relationships and do a lot of things with a lot of different people in person because that drains me emotionally. It doesn't recharge me. So being an introvert, I'm completely happy all by myself. I mean, yes, I love spending time with my family. I do love spending time with people, but I'm content when I'm alone and I look for that time to be alone and to think and reflect and write and create and work on my relationship with God. I I really enjoy that time. But what I want to talk about with relationships is, first of all, 
Well, I think when we think about relationships, we always think about a relationship with another person. But first, we have to think about our relationship with God. And this is where relationships get kind of sticky, because sometimes we try to find a person to put in that place of God in our life. You know, maybe you're a single person and you're looking for that one, that that boyfriend, that girlfriend that is going to fill this hole in your life. So we try to fill that hole that only God can fill with another relationship. And that's why so many relationships fail because people are human and they're going to fail you where God is never going to fail you. So you can't put another relationship before for him first. So I would say First of all, spend time on your relationship with God, because this is what happens. The more time we spend with God and the more we let him fill us up, then we are going to bear his image because we are going to grow to know better who God is by studying the word. He's going to start healing our hearts and healing the hurts that we may have had in the past. And we're going to start to bear his image. So we have to do that first. A relationship with another person is not meant to fill that God-sized hole in your life. But we are made for connection. God was not alone when he even created the earth. Jesus was with him. It says in Genesis 1.26, let us make mankind in our own image. And there's other verses in the New Testament that refer back to knowing that The Trinity, the Holy Spirit, God, Jesus was all together in the beginning. And then after he created Adam, what happened? What did he say in Genesis 2.18? He said, it's not good for man to be alone. I'll make a helper suitable for him. And so he created Eve. So when we talk about a rhythm in life, we just can't stop at rest and restore because relationships are part of that rhythm and that harmony. So we just can't stay in the rest part. We just can't stay in spending time with God, but we have to make connections. Now there's different levels of relationships, and I really want to talk about this today. And our best example to look at is Jesus. He had an inner circle. He had Peter, James, and John, and there were times that he spent time with just them. Now, we're not sure why. Maybe they were like his best friends. Maybe they needed his attention more. Maybe he was just modeling something for us about having that close inner circle. Then he had his 12 disciples, and he was close with them. He spent more time with them, teaching them, discipling them, and then he had other friends. He spent a lot of time with other friends in his ministry, like Mary and Martha and even Lazarus. And many other women served in his ministry and supported him. Even in the home where he met in the upper room, it was believed to be a woman's home. Then he had those that followed him. So as you can see, there's all these different relationships. Some of them were really, really close relationships. And some when he had people that followed him, maybe he ate dinner in their home. Maybe it was a short term basis. Maybe he only met them once. And then, of course, he ministered to a lot of people that he met only one time. So what I want you to understand is when we talk about connection, we're just not talking about we're going to form a BFF that's going to last forever. It may be for dinner. It may be for a moment. It may be for a season in your life. 
So I know a lot of people who have made a huge impact on my life, they were only there for a moment, or they were only there for a short season or short period of time. And maybe we weren't even that close, but their connection made an impact where I would never forget some of them. And a lot of them that made that impact was because they were bearing the image of God, because they were close to God, and they looked like God, and they were such an example to me. And a lot of them served me. It just made such a big impact on my life. So last year, and I've probably shared this before, but one of my big ahas for me was when I was looking to make a bigger impact for God, and I was praying, and I had slowed down to just rest and restore And he was saying, God kept saying, slow down, because that's just not something I had ever done in my life. I hadn't ever slowed down. I was always doing so many things. And he said, slow down and look at the people that I put in front of you and pour into them. And so what I learned during this time was to slow down and see that sometimes he may put one person in front of me for a moment. And I need to pour into that person. He's given me a team of people that I worked with. I need to pour into them. And I just needed to have my eyes open to whoever he wanted me to pour into at the moment. And that even goes with your children. You have to remember that I feel like sometimes as parents, we do a lot of things for our kids, but are we doing the important things and having the important conversations and remembering that We may go poor and do so much for other people and then leave our kids behind. And I see this all the time. And I would encourage you to realize that that is a priority for you, pouring into your kids, your your, um, kids' friends, pouring into them, that you may be the only godly Christian person that's pouring into them, or you may be the one that their parents tell them the same thing, but they're listening to what you say, and God puts you there for a reason just to reinforce that. So don't overlook those things. And this is one thing that I really want to point out that I've heard a lot of people say, so I just felt like I needed to address this here. And that I've heard people say, I know people who don't even know God. They they probably are not Christ followers. They don't have anything to do with God. And they're nicer people than Christ followers. And I just want to address this because, first of all, to me, this is a reminder to say we need to do better as Christ followers. A lot of us do need to to do better. And I've even had people that have encouraged me more than people that believe in Christ do. But I want to tell you that this can be deceiving. First of all, a lot of times with people that are not Christ followers, their niceness is according to the world. And sometimes there's an extra motive there and that it can be self-serving. So remember in 2 Corinthians seven fourteen, it says Satan masquerades as an angel of light. I just don't want you to be deceived. Those who do not belong to God belong to Satan. They belong to the world. And being kind is socially acceptable. People get along better in this world, right? If they're kind to each other. Maybe they even do good because that makes them look good if they do good. But there is a difference between the world's good and God's good. Because God's good is also truth. His good is putting someone's best interest above everything else. And a lot of times, people that are not cross followers, their good is very self-serving. It's just to make themselves look better. Lots of times it's not trustworthy. 
And the moment that you don't serve them anymore, they won't be friends with you anymore. So I just don't want you to be deceived by saying, oh, people of the world are sometimes better than Christians. Are they? Yes. Are they still going to hell? Yes, they are. Because good does not get you to heaven. Only, only the truth of the gospel, only believing in Jesus Christ gets you there. I could do a whole podcast on this, and I hope I'm not confusing you, but I felt like I needed to point that out because it leads into the fruit of the Spirit, I feel like. So in Galatians 5, 16, it says, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Now, the acts of the flesh are obvious. Remember, you may not see these at first, but when someone feels threatened in some way, they'll come out. So that person that seems so nice, when they feel threatened, those acts of the flesh will come out. So let's talk real quick about the acts of the flesh that it talks about in Galatians. And I really, as I read these, I really don't want you just to go, yeah, yeah, no, no, you know, I don't have any of these. I really want you to think about them because to me, it's like they're all lumped together. Sexual immorality, impurity, debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft. Okay, so we have sexual immorality, we have witchcraft, and then he gets down there and he talks about orgies. We have all that. And you may say, uh, no to those things. But then he lumps in hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, envy, drunkenness like he lumps all these things together and so when we think about that are we do we act in the flesh and we are jealous that we have fits of rage that we have selfish ambition so he said those are the acts of the flesh but he's telling you but walk in the spirit don't walk in the flesh walk in the spirit and then he goes on to say in a couple of verses down he goes because the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. It's so funny when I read these. It's not funny, but when I read them, I feel icky when I'm reading those things of the flesh. I feel very icky and dark, right? But when I read the fruit of the Spirit, I feel joy and I feel peace and I feel this, this happiness come over me. Because isn't the fruit of the Spirit so much better? So why am I talking about this in connection with relationships? Well, I want you to be careful and I don't want you to be deceived. I want you to use discernment when it comes to relationships because we are Christ followers. We don't want to have close relationships with people that aren't. We want to be very careful there. Did Jesus eat with sinners? Of course, we're all sinners. Did he serve and talk to those who did not believe? Yes, he did. But what happened? They became believers and he was not friends with people that were not believers. He did not do life with people that were not believers. Maybe they didn't believe at one time, but they turned and they repented and they started following him. And then, yes, those can be your friends, right? So let's just touch on the fruit of the Spirit. I want you to understand that this is just an overflow of you spending time with Christ. It is not a checkoff list. I remember praying, God, just let me have more joy today. Let me have more peace today. Until I finally realized that I couldn't, I couldn't even pray for those things. Honestly, I could just pray to be closer to God, to be obedient to Him, to walk with Him, to look with him, like Him, to spend more time with Him. So this will be an overflow in my life. It's not a checkoff list. You just, we just need our life to look more like Christ. And just because someone who is not a Christ follower 
uses these same words like love and joy and peace and patience and goodness and kindness, even though someone else that's of the world uses those words, remember that those are not just because they're the same word, they don't have the same meaning when you're walking in the flesh or you're walking in the spirit. So I'm going to give you an example of this love. The world uses this a whole lot, the word love. And a lot of the times it means I love you as long as you are serving me. I love you as long as you do this and you act this way. I will love you. So the love of the world is un- is conditional. And of course, the world uses the word love a whole lot when it's just lust. It's just sexual immorality. It really has nothing to do with love. But God is love. And love from God is love in truth. It means he has his best interest out for us. He, we may not understand that, but his love is not self-serving. He sent his son to die for us because he loved us so much. So his love looks so different from what the world portrays. And then there's peace. And, it, you know, the world talks about peace all the time. But the peace of God transcends understanding. That's what the Bible says. And if you have Jesus in your heart and you've been through hard times, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It is peace in the midst of turmoil. It's peace when we were going through a pandemic and we had no idea what was going to happen in the world. It's peace when we're going through war right now. It is peace when we're looking at our economy right now and going, what is going on and what is going to happen in the future? When we have baby formula shortages, but you have peace in that when you're a Christ follower. So it's a peace that the world cannot understand. And then I want to touch on kindness and goodness. You really have to be careful here because most kindness and goodness is to gain something or to get people to act in a certain way or to get people to perceive you in a certain way. It's very self-serving. But Christ followers will have kindness and goodness even when the other person doesn't deserve it. They'll have kindness and goodness even with their enemy. Now, do all of Christ's followers exude the fruit of the Spirit? Well, no, of course not. Or do do we show it sometimes and, and other times we're not? No, because we're human. We're still walking around in this flesh and we still sin. And the other thing is, our all of our spiritual walks are different. Our journey is different from the person beside us. So when we talk about the fruit of the Spirit, it depends on what you've been through, how long you've been walking with God, how close your relationship is, and how He's used things in your life to refine you and to help you walk in that fruit and produce that fruit of the Spirit. This is why connection with other Christ followers is so important. So we can bear with one another in love. So when you connect with others, make sure that you are doing it authentically. This means not worrying about what others think of you or will they like you. And make sure that you're not being kind just so you'll look good yourself. Or, and let's just say it what it is. It's fake. That's what it is. When you are being kind to someone just because you want to look like the better person or you you want to make yourself look good, then it's just being fake. But be kind because it's an overflow of the fruit of the Spirit. And make sure that your connection is not self-serving. 
As Christ followers, we can get so caught up in what the world is showing us and wanting to be accepted and wanting to be liked. We can get caught up in all that. But if you're a true Christ follower, there will be many times when you're not going to be accepted and you're not going to be liked. But God calls us to connect with others based on truth. And I just want to say that because I look out in the world and I see tons of Christ followers especially among young people who say, I want authenticity because, and I want transparency, but do they? Because I see them act in a different way and I see this fake fakeness going on and then condemning anyone that speaks truth or condemning anyone that is real. So just, I just wanted to mention that today and I want you to be aware of it. I want you to have wisdom and discernment in this area. So I want to end with Philippians 2.3. It says, Paul is talking about the unity among Christ followers in this passage. And he says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interest, but each of you to the interest of others. And the only way this can happen is not by you choosing it, but by you having a relationship with God and growing in that relationship until it's an overflow of the fruit of the Spirit. So remember that God created us for connection, and it is an important rhythm in life. And right now, if you feel all alone, because I do get messages like this, and people will reach out to me, and they do feel all alone, and they are looking for a connection. And that's another reason I really wanted to start this group on Facebook book to give people a connection to each other that are like-minded. But first, let God be your connection. Let Him be your connection and work on building that relationship with Him first and then pray for Him to send you community with others and also seek out those relationships. I know for me, a long time, I would always just say no. Just say no to everything as in if something good was was coming my way or if I thought oh I should reach out to that person I would talk myself out of it is what I mean by saying no and it sounds like you know what yes I'm gonna say yes I'm gonna reach out to this person I'm gonna seek out that relationship I'm gonna give that thing a try and see if it's something that will you know will work for me fits into my life if it's something that God wants me to do Seek those relationships out. Pray for God to send them your way. But don't let other relationships replace the most important one. That's the one with God. Let them be a complement to your life instead. And don't overlook who he has sent you right now. Open your eyes to who has sent you right now to serve, whether that be your spouse, your children, a friend, someone at church, a friend of a friend. Look around and open your eyes to the ones that he sent you to serve right at this moment, not who can serve you. And that's going to really help you form those connections. If you are looking to serve someone in a connection rather than be served yourself, that's really important. So thank you guys so much for joining me today. Be sure and click on click on the show notes and go find the group and join our Facebook group. You can always also follow me on Instagram, Facebook, they're um, all on there. And on Facebook, it's just my name, Candy Creech. And then my Instagram is Renewed by Truth. So if you're looking for that. So thank you guys so much for joining. We have one more week in this series. 
So we will talk next week. And then I have a very special episode for you on Memorial Day. And we're going to be talking about walking in freedom in Christ. So thank you guys for listening today. Be sure and share with a friend and have a great week. Before you go, I would love to hear from you. Hop over to my Instagram and send me a direct message. I respond to all of them personally, and I would love to meet you. If you have felt blessed by today, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review. Take a screenshot of your review or this podcast episode, share to your story and tag me, and I'll give you a shout out. Together, we can help women renew their mind with biblical truth. I drop a new episode every Monday morning, so see you next week.